This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, we got an awesome episode today. We got a guy whose ex is screwing up future hookups, and we got a girl who follows up on a fart email from two weeks ago. You gotta check it out. Also, I'm coming to Long Island, the Brokerage Comedy Club in Belmore, March 29th at 8 o'clock. It's a Wednesday night. I want you to come bring some friends. That's March 29th at the Brokerage Comedy Club in Belmore, Long Island. Come on out and enjoy today's episode. Train Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Sam York Lazar here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Keep doing that. Keep feathering my nuts with your passing along of the word. Take out that feather. Start grazing it across the seam of my balls and tell one friend, one coworker, one brother, one sister, somebody, anybody with ears. That's who I like listening to this podcast. So keep spreading the word and thank you. I get your Snapchats and they are so much fun to get of where you're listening, how you're listening. I'm JTrain56 on Snapchat. I get your Instagram DMs a lot. I'm Jared Fried on Instagram. So cool to hear from you guys and hear how you're listening to this and what you guys are doing on a date, like when you're listening, it's just, you know, you get a hungover dude, and then I got a chick with all her friends in a car, going on a road trip. It's just very cool to get brought into your lives for 10 seconds to see how this is uh, a part of it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm very excited about today's guest, uh, an OKP. This is his second time on, uh, original key player. Very excited to have him. Barstool JJ, Jack Jokin, and thank you for coming on, man. Dude, thanks for having me. I want to say the last time I came on, yeah. I didn't listen to episodes beforehand. Okay. And so I wasn't necessarily like fully geared. Some of the questions you get are like younger than I'm used to yeah, dealing yeah, with yeah, and yeah. stuff. But it's a Monday, thanks to President's Day. I've been smoking <laughs> weed on my couch all day. I feel like I'm in college. You're ready. ready. You're back. I'm ready. Yeah, backwards hat on. Yep. You're good to I go. I'm on a snapback and a hoodie. I'm ready to go. <laughs> You're ready for the, yeah, the questions. I'm skipping class. Good. It's good to have you, man. How's everything going? Everything's good. Good. It's good. Just plugging away. Um, are you ready? Shit? Are you ready for the season? You, you're a big Yankee fan. I'm a big Yankee fan. Uh, How do we feel about the Yanks this season? Uh, we could surprise a lot of people. I think we're going to be in contention is, for a playoff spot. This is how all the Yankee fans are talking. I know it's going to be a good season for the Yankees because all the Yankees fans are doing the. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we could. We could. We <laughs> you don't can have tell the pressure of three aces. We don't I have know. the pressure right? of three this aces. This is what they love. They, they're not in the driver's seat. As a Sox fan, I, I, I get this talk from a lot of Yankees fans where it's like they know, they, they like that the, the script has been flipped a little bit. Yeah, we, if we go out and we win 85 games and miss the playoffs, 
you had hey, a good season. You're, we didn't you're have building. the guys. We knew. We knew. Yeah, you were building. Yeah. You got young guys. It's a young team. The Red Sox, on the other hand, win or know, win or nothing. Win or nothing. You if you don't win the World Series, it, it's a bust of a season. Yeah, and that's usually the pressure that the Yankees fans have every year. Every year, and I I can feel it just in the way you answer that question just every now. Year. It's just, you can see it in their faces. They're like, ah, oh, we'll see. I got into an argument. What do you think of Yankee Stadium, the new one? Um, for this point in my life, I love it. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, like, uh, a person, how, how does it affect you emotionally uh, at, the, at uh, your age? Like, no, I'm just saying, you know, a person with money and yeah. like, business connections. To, you you to can sit get in. The, I'm in the suites all the time. In the suites? Yeah. What's the best part about being in the suites at Yankee Stadium? Uh, the milkshakes. Milkshakes? Best milkshake you I've ever had in my sit, life. You guys are just sitting there having milkshakes? Yeah. That's why everyone says... In fucking... You're with the Elysium? Or, no, or even... <laughs> no, behind the plate. You know, they always say, oh, the seats are always empty there. There's a five-star restaurant. Underneath, include, right? Included. Everything's free. And it's a big buffet. Yeah. Two floors. Famous people. Lauren Michaels hanging Holy out. Holy shit. And, and I you sat get... behind your buddy Michael Che at a game. Oh, there. you did? Yeah. You saw Che? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so everyone's just downstairs whining and dining. Yeah. While all us... All us peons sweating like the poor. Sweating, pores. yeah. I'm yeah. in the I'm in the in the bleachers. Yeah, I ran into you at a game this year. Yes, we we ended up sitting in the same section. That was one of like six. I went to like forty games, maybe six. I didn't sit in a suite last year. Wow. So this I Yankee Stadium, yeah, yeah. This Yankee Stadium works for me. Don't you think I? I but here's money aside. I just think the the new Yankee Stadium has has like very little personality to it. Very little personality. They made a bunch of renovations this year to give it even less. Oh really? They, they were like, there was like, there's too much. We they we gotta add another McDonald's. There's gonna be a playground in the stadium. Come like, on, for kids. And it's like, why do they need a playground? There's a baseball game. Yeah. So that I don't get. They increase the. This is New York. This is the Yankees. Yeah. You need a playground. In this isn't Arizona. I don't need a pool. <laughs> yeah. So that I don't love. Oh, my God. But the one thing that this Yankee Stadium is missing, which I think all old ballparks have, is that when you go in the stadium, you can't see the field. You're in, like, some dark, dirty tunnel. Yeah. And then when you walk out, it's like you can see light again, and it's the greenest grass you've ever seen. And it's it, that's the show. Yeah. Now you can see inside Yankee Stadium from, like, the bar across the street because yeah. it's just a big concourse. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got into this argument with, with someone about the uh, the stadium, and I was like, it's a horrible stadium. I think it's an embarrassment for such a, you know, one of the, the premier franchise in MLB to not have the best stadium. You got, I, City Field is a fun day. I just like that stadium. But the... The suites aren't as nice. <laughs> They're not. So excuse you sit, me. You sit excuse behind me. the. You sit behind the plate at yeah. Yankee Stadium. You can get lobster, crab legs. So you're sitting there you want. with a seafood buffet. Yes. And I'm sitting with the hogs yeah. in the sweat section. Yeah. Drinking from a trough. Yep. Man, I gotta start this podcast. You tell a friend about this podcast. <laughs> tell a fucking friend. I need to be. In Barstool JJ's section. It's simple math. <laughs> if each one of you gets one more person to listen, we then, just double the audience. Fi- then finally, I can get some fucking fucking lobster claws. Yeah. Damn it. Well, Ma- Mansamp likes Rangers tickets. Yeah, Mansamp <laughs> likes Rangers tickets. So, uh, JJ, I'm excited to have you here. Back to do, do the emails. You know the drill. Yeah. Uh, all of you guys should go follow and support uh, JJ. Barstool JJ on Twitter, Instagram too. Yep. Okay. Snapchat. Snapchat. So go follow him. Support him. Super funny. Awesome. Puts out great Yankee content and all that stuff. So, and you had a podcast that uh, I've been on before that's yeah. out there still. You yeah, think? it's still out there. I'm just on a little hiatus. What, what, what was the name of the podcast? It was y- Yuppie Junk. Yuppie, yeah, that Yuppie Junk. So 
it's all out there on iTunes. So go yeah. if, go listen if you have if you're looking for something to add to your library. It's like now it's like a mini series. Yeah, there's 105 episodes and uh, yeah, it's, it's only a few weeks since I stopped doing. It. I'm just taking a little break. Taking a break. So yuppie junk. Go check it out on iTunes. Go support it. Let's get into the emails. You ready? Yeah. I like this one. It's called Sausage Held Hostage. Mm-hmm. I like the, the, the rhyming. Jay Cumbuckets, may your nuts forever be feathered by the cunt hairs of a busty plus-sized model. It's <laughs> a weird relationship. Very, fans. <laughs> yeah, that's a very weird relationship. But I do follow a lot of plus-sized models on Instagram, and the problem is, I, I've talked about my issue with it, is that they get into, sometimes it's hot tits, and then sometimes it's this curvy girl fucking rally that I've walked into. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes, like, plus size versus, like, what they say is plus size now. Sometimes you're like, that's not plus yeah, size. Yeah. So you'd be going through and it's like, oh, well, here's, you know, a girl that I could get with yeah. versus, like, here is some monster <laughs> this is, from Green Bay. Yeah, this, this isn't what I, J.J. Watt. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, I, I, no, but I always have this, like, uh, it's weird because it's like you walk into a room to masturbate, and then it's everyone's like, yes, all women. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not here for the right thing. So uh, now to my problem. I'm a junior at a subpar D1 school in the bowels of Texas, close enough to dip my tan testicles in the Gulf of Mexico. This guy's a poet. Yeah. Holy shit. He's a long-time listener. Long-time listener. He knows the deal. And my sausage is currently being held hostage by this girl I used to hook up with. I recently used a catch-and-release method with this girl, and she just had to catch feelings. She has been blowing up my phone day and night, and I told her I wasn't ready for a relationship and that I saw our lives going in different directions. And then he puts in parentheses, penis in different directions. Thank you. Uh, and that it was, and it, that it was the be- that it was best that we went our separate ways. She didn't take it very well. The crazy part is I told her that two months ago, and she still won't leave me alone. It really got bad when she found out that I was talking to one of her sorority sisters, a classy 889, face, body, personality, area code method. Guys or girls can use it. After finding this out, she sent me a text saying that if I slept with her, she would make my life a living hell and that she would ruin me. For the record, this girl's a 781 for obvious fucking reasons. Semi-old Jew, wise Jew, how can I get this nut job of a woman to leave my me alone so that I can safely tongue-punch her sorority sister's fartbox without Lorena, Lorena Bobbitt giving me my second circumcision? I am just tired of hiding from her and want to celebrate Sukkot and her friend's ham wallet. <laughs> this guy went into a lot yeah. of depth in the Sukkot and her ham wallet. And even if it doesn't make the podcast, what do you think? What do this you... is like when fucking Dennis Miller used to call Monday Night Football games. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think I know what's going on, but I have no idea. There's just so much, like, alliteration. Yeah. <laughs> the metaphors I... have gone into metaphors of metaphors. And I'm just kind of, like, hung up on... None of that question had anything to do with D1 athletics. No. <laughs> <laughs> the level of play just of your sub- collegiate athletes yeah. had nothing to do with that question. But just wants to let us know that he's at a subpar D1 school. If, yeah, if Close enough college. to dip his testicles in the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Dipping your testicles in the Gulf of Mexico. That's what they call hooking up with a Mexican chick? Is that... Yeah. <laughs> ah, well, what do you think? Worse. So basically the, the, the nuts and bolts of the situation is that he was hooking up with a girl, ended it, and now he wants to hook up with her one of her sorority sisters, but the girl won't is is not letting him off the hook. Well, if it's really a, a seven eight one versus I think he said a nine eight eight nine or yeah. something mm. like that, 
you just fuck the the hotter chick that you like <laughs> because everyone just fuck else the hotter chick because <laughs> everyone likes her more. Like yeah. we're talking about a sorority, they're going to be like, oh well, Cindy's prettier. I, we like Cindy. Yeah, this is Cindy interesting. Lo- yeah, <laughs> that's it. They're always going to go with the prettier girl. The prettier girl always does seem to rule the sorority mountain in a yeah, lot of these cases. You just gotta look at what are the politics of this. Yeah, because if this other girl just goes nuts. Mm. But you're a junior in college at a subpar D1 school. No one's going to care. Let's not overdramatize this thing. She can't ruin you. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Like, let's, let's get one thing straight. She's not going to like put up like posters around school with you fucking looking like an idiot. Like, the, Teabag the, in the Gulf of Mexico could ruin you, though. Be careful listen, there. Listen, you got to climb a wall. It's horrible. So I, I, here's what I'm – she can't – so let's not make blow this out of her proportions. You gotta sit. The the girl that is bothering you, what you're saying is totally right. If she's miserable about your breakup and how it ended, she is. And it's two months later. Not only are you annoyed with her, but everyone in her sorority are done with fucking hearing it. Yeah, they're they're sick of telling her he doesn't want you. It's over. They're sick of her being complaining about it because they've been hearing about you. It's like she's talking about a TV show that no one wants to fucking watch. Yeah. You know, she's got, oh, and he's done this and he keeps texting me back. That's, so t- take own that as something that you have people that are generally going to be more on your side than you think. Yeah, 100%. The second part of this is you need to stop answering texts from her. That's the thing. That's the only place. Yeah. You, if you're telling us, like, I called this off two months ago, but you fucked her on Tuesday. Yeah. Like, and her sorority sister saw, then it's like, oh, well, you're a scumbag. You're yeah, they're all going to think you're a dick. But even if you're not even fucking her, even if you're responding to texts, yeah. you are giving her, in the court of public opinion, you're giving her just a half a second to, to fucking, like, to, 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 she's giving her friends in the sorority just a little ounce of fuck that dude. Yep. You lose all the credibility that you build up. If your if if your text window is all white text and no blue, you're off the hook, man. Anyone would look at that text and be like, "Yeah, you got to fucking stop. He doesn't want you anymore." Yeah. But if there's one ounce of blue on that window, you're feeding this flame. Yeah, you need a full screen. You need a yes. screenshot <laughs> of not responding. Of no response. You can even try to push it with the like. As if you were going to type, so it slides everything up a little yeah. bit. But you need something where there's no responses. It's got to be at least half the screen. It, it's got to be at least uh, like months of no text or not. Month. You have to because with her, the only reason she keeps coming back is because she thinks that there's a shot. Yeah. She and and guys do this too. We all do this. Someone says you you text someone at two a.m. and they write back, "Hey, what's up? I sorry I missed this last night. Just the sorry I missed this text is you saying." I wish I, 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 I wish was away I was, for that dick. Yeah. So so you got to be a little bit more honest with yourself. The other thing, if you want to get with a sorority sister, you got to remove her from the ponds which she swims. You can't have this hookup happen with the whole sorority around. So what I'm saying is you have to invite her to an away game. She can't, it can't happen around the circles that this girl could come and blow it up. You can't let this girl go Hamas on your ass. You can't let her just start crying in the same bar that you're yeah. in. Yeah. she will. And that will get this girl to be like, this is weird. We need to stop this. Yeah. You know, you can't let her be around it. If it's not out of sight, out of mind. So the move is 
You can't be texting with this chick that you're trying to get away from. You just have to stop all communication. Because you're going to have to answer a question at some point of like, what happened? You say, let's say we hooked up. But look, I haven't texted her in a while. And yes. Show that phone. That's Well, that that's the move that you do after you hook up. and Because you, what happens is with these people, you hook up with a girl and then she'll be like, so I kind of know that there's like a thing with that other girl. And you'd be like, yeah, she texts all the time. I ended it and she seems to not get it. And she'll be like, really? Is she like, she's crazy, right? And then you'll be like, yeah, it's, it, you, you, and what you say, you take her side. Yeah. You're like, no, she, you know, she, I, I feel bad because she's a nice girl. And I, you know, it just seems like she's not getting it. And then the girl will be like, ugh, that is crazy. And be like, no, it's not crazy. I get it, whatever. And then you'll be like, and then she'll be like, ugh, it is, it, like, she still texts you. And then you bring out your phone. And yeah. now you have the evidence. And that's when you're like, yeah, but, you know, and you let her off the hook. That's when you're the nice guy. Yeah. And you just say to her, but listen. I got nothing against her. I got nothing, you know, sometimes. Nice girl. Some, sometimes this honey's too sweet. <laughs> well, <laughs> let, let me ask you this, though, because in the email he says he told her maybe he wasn't ready for a relationship or whatever. That's what I'm saying. W- w- but I'm saying, would you maybe, just maybe one more time, sit down with her and be like, listen, maybe I didn't, wasn't clear enough. <laughs> you whatever. send one text. You okay. send You send that one fucking guillotine text. Hey, it's over. I think you're great but we're not great. I'm going to move on. Cut that fucking head off. <laughs> That's an easy way to get that string of text messages you don't answer. Yeah. The fuck do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you'll get the 20 texts, and then you're now you're good. The yeah. screen's going to be full. Yep. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Barstool JJ at Barstool JJ on all platforms. Go find him, support him. Fantastic. I need my balls feathered. Been listening to the podcast for a couple weeks now, and each episode gets better and better. Keep up the good work shit. I've been kind of with this girl for a couple months now. No title, just taking it easy to see what it could be. She knows all my friends, and I know all hers. She's super chill, and I think it, it could eventually be something. There's one problem. For whatever reason, she doesn't suck dick. We just did an email like this. Don't get me wrong, the sex is great and everything, but as a guy, I would like a sloppy Joe every once in a while. <laughs> maybe you should stop calling it a sloppy Joe. Yeah, that's going to make it maybe, tough. To, yeah. That's a tough sales pitch. Yeah, maybe you should go ch- checked out. <laughs> I just want to know what's the best way to approach the situation to where I don't ruin what I have with her, uh, and I can also get my schnizzle slobbered on. Thanks for everything you do. Keep up the funny shit coming. Also, my friend could use some shits and tits on Snap. At K-A-I-R-O-S-S-O-1. So that's his Snap to send him shits and tits. What's your best way of getting a blowjob, JJ? I have never understood anyone who gets in a relationship of any kind. Yeah. Where the girl's like, I don't, you know, do I that. don't do that. And not just that, or like anything that you're into. Like if you need to fuck chicks in the ass yeah. and you date a girl who's like, I'll never do anal, you're setting yourself up for yeah, failure. Yeah, you're setting you're yourself up go- for a bad breakup that you feel bad about doing. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I just need anal. Yeah. And then, but she doesn't do it, but I like her. And then you feel like you're the crazy one, but that's a part of the puzzle. Yeah. If it's just like, if it's a thing that you need, and I don't know how anyone lives without blowjobs at all. Especially in a day and age where you can go on a fucking app for everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You can find your thing. But I think in this situation, you just gotta, like, you know your girl. You gotta figure out, like, how do you coax her into it? How do you talk her into doing it? Or find out why. She hasn't, why yeah. she doesn't like it. Is she just like, I think it's gross and degrading to women. That's a person that now you know you can't be with yeah. ever. <laughs> um, and no one should. Oh. But, or, or maybe she's like, 
well, like I had a boyfriend in high school and I did it and, I, and he never came because I was just bad at it. Then you get her to do it once, you make her feel sexy about yeah. it. The non-blow job yeah. is the tip of the mental iceberg. Yeah. It's, it's the same reason guys won't go down sometimes because they're like, I, you know, they have issues in their past that they don't know about. The move is you go down on her and you do as good a job as you can. And then if it doesn't happen after that, you bring it up. As a joke, that's not a fucking joke. And the last, <laughs> in the last episode, we had a guy that was joking too much. You got, you got to do the joke and then be like, no, but seriously, I got a dick that needs sucking. We've got an issue. We got an issue. So it's like, you know, like you know, what do you get a couple of popsicles? Hey, you want this popsicle? Oh, you'll suck that, huh? <laughs> 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 you know, just like something like, and and there's there's something ball busting that all guys do that girls don't really get necessarily get around as much. But like, ball busting is always like an honest thing. Yes, you know. So like, if you come at someone and be like, "Oh fuck that," you know, and make fun of somebody for their thing, they know that okay, this is the shit I got to work on. This is the, there's you know, truth behind every joke. Every joke. So I think the last guy, he was doing more of like the negotiation. Like, I'll give you this for that. I'll g-. You have to see what's happening, address what's happening, and then go forward. I would have her, I would have her over and be like, you know, next time she's on her period, I would just be like, okay, do you want to do blowjob? Write blowjob week on your calendar. Blowjob week. And then ask her to get you a beer. Calendar's <laughs> yeah. next to the fridge. She Did, knows. Get to Shark Week on Discovery Channel and then yeah. be like, you know what also it is this week? It's BJ week. I feel like there's always something deeper, though. It's, it's always never just deeper. like, I it's, just don't want to put dicks in my mouth. Which, uh, you know what? If you said that, like, I need you to do that, but I get it. Yeah. I can at least respect you as a person and be like, I get it. I don't want to put any in my mouth of either. Of course. But it's probably like... Oh, I had a boyfriend who like pushed on my head too much, and I threw up on his dick or something. I mean, weird. the real answer to this question—the <laughs> real answer to this question—is to bring it up after sex has been had, and that's really the best time to have these conversations because like sex is out the window. You're not saying it; you're saying it for way down the road. There's no pressure to do it right then and there. So if you've had your this guy says he's having sex with her in the moments after the sexual experience, you say to her, "Hey, do you do you not do blowjobs?" Is that not part of your thing? Do you have a problem with them? Like, what's the deal? And get her talking about it. Because at least at that point, after you've had sex, it's not like a, uh, and? It's not like you're looking down at your penis being like, okay. You know, it's like, it's more that the the obligation is left the room. So if it's yeah. happening right then and there, you're like, okay, well, let's, let's, let's suss this out right now. You yeah. know? Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. At Barstool JJ on all platforms. Go find him, support him. This is a response email. Now, we had a guy write in a couple weeks ago about when it's the right time to fart in front of his girlfriend. <laughs> response to Fart Worries guy from his girlfriend. Oh, my God. Interesting. When did you guys say he should? <laughs> we we kind of said... Chick email. I didn't see all this coming. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of said, we kind of made it said to like, you do it out in public to wane her into it because it could be blame other people. And then when it happens and she knows it's you, you just like smile at it. Okay. Like, cute guy. It. 
you know? All right. She writes, hey, J-Train, this is the girlfriend of the SpongeBob Shakespeare that was worried about farting in front of me. I have an update for you. We went to a music festival in L.A. this weekend, and when we got to the hotel room, he left to go get ice for the beer, and I conveniently had to poop, so I took advantage of the perfect timing. It was a doozy. When he came back to the hotel room, he went to use the bathroom, and I had to warn him not to go in there. This was followed by a giggle and a threat to one-up my creation. Looks like we had. Looks like we ended up skipped. We looks like we skipped farting worries altogether. Head straight to taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> On that note, I think we should declare the general rule to be: if you eat someone's ass, you can handle the little whispers that come out of it. Let me know your thoughts. Oh my God. I feel like I have a new fetish. That's aggressive. <laughs> right? Like that. The girlfriend that writing in. Quick. Quick. What is the next time she writes in? We're farting, we're, we're shitting on each other's chest. Yeah. That's what, I <laughs> was just thinking. Step. I don't know what date this is going to air, but that's happening. <laughs> At some point, right? Yeah. Oh, oh man. I, it's it's funny because uh, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things. Fart in front of the... Do you remember the first time you farted in front of your girl? Yeah. I apologized. How'd you, what do you mean? I'm sorry. I've dated my wife. I couldn't hold it any longer. No, I dated I dated my uh, wife in college. Okay. And we were at my frat house and like in a room with like a couple of my, my roommates, like watching a movie where and I sat down and just like farted and just was like, oh, sorry. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know, like I wasn't planning on doing it. It yeah. wasn't, I was just like, oh, sh- well, there we go. But I have a, uh, one of my buddies, I was dating a girl, me and my wife dating in college, broke up. Now we're okay. married. Um, I started dating this girl, and one of my buddies thought it'd be funny to uh, tell this girl I started seeing. He was like, "Listen, Jack likes to know that a girl's comfortable around him. So, like, honestly, if he knows you're like never shitting or anything like that, like, he'll think you're weird because you just can't be yourself. <laughs> so, like, honestly, when you're over at our house, feel free. Yeah. And I can't imagine. This How did he bring this up to her? I don't even remember because it's been a few years, but." She blew up my fucking bathroom. Really? Like, similar to this. I was like, oh, don't go in there. And I like laughed. I was like, that's fucking gross. Like, that is <laughs> gross. And she you got was mad? Like, she was like, but Rossi said that. And I was like, don't listen to that idiot. Yeah. Don't listen to these idiots. Be a lady. <laughs> Be a woman and hide it from me until your stomach hurts a lot. Yeah. Be Give mature. Me, yeah, don't yeah. don't try and spray the ball. Yeah. Yeah. You got nothing. You're not going to prove anything to me. <laughs> It's so funny. How do you bring that up to her? I don't even know. To to just be like, hey, so uh, here's a way that you can get to his heart. (laughs) Yeah, like I don't think he went like randomly up to her, but it was like somehow it came up in conversation and I wasn't there. (laughs) JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. One of the boys. Dearest J-Train, first, let me say that the podcast and have been listening since it was called the TFM Podcast, now that the nut feathering is done, I've got an issue that I feel a lot of guys might need help with. Last Saturday, my buddy encouraged me to go out to the bars with him because of one of his, ladies, one of his lady friends was asking about me. So the guy invited him because he had a lady friend that was asking about him. I went out, had a good time, and the girl turned out to be a 789. The problem is that she is one of the boys kind of girl. She is really cool girl, and I would like to get to know her more, but I just don't know how to approach her. I don't want to be one of these guys who thinks a girl is flirting with him only to find out that she was just being nice. I guess my question is, how do you approach a girl who is one of the boys? He says that enough to – I don't know what that means. Yeah. How that, you, okay, thank God, because I was sitting here. I was like, <laughs> am I missing something? Like, 
I don't get it. Is she? Is she? Does she dip in front of you? Well, how or? do? How do you? Yeah, she's just <laughs> she like, taking shits. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, she write us an email not too long ago? <laughs> how do you separate hanging out with the boys from the dates? Also, do you ease the transition with your boys? This guy said boys so many times that I need him to stop. Don't want them to treat either of us differently just because we started dating. Keep up the good work. Uh, what do you think? How does? I do get what his issue is. He's saying that she hangs out with all his buddies. And now, how does he get her away from that group? Yeah, like she's in on the jokes. She's out drinking with yeah. them. It's like, you know, they're bullshitting in front of she's her. She's probably like, gone you know. drunk and fucked a couple of them. Yeah, right. there's a trail here. Yeah. I, I, what do you think? You ever been with a girl like that? No. I mean, I assume you could just, you know, kind of pull some kind of isolation through text. Yeah. Or like, I feel like girls enjoy being it's a natural thing they enjoy being in on the like oh we're hooking up but people don't know so we can have like our little we're out with the group there's and now we're sec- texting there's some sexiness to yeah that. oh we're gonna text yeah, like, don't make it a big group thing. yeah oh I, you leave then i'll leave in like five minutes but yeah. like you just go to 7-eleven and i'll meet you there well he said i always hook up in the 7-eleven parking <laughs> lot I, I i i'll say this to him he had the buddy bring him along because he said the girl was talking about him so he knows that this girl has some sort of interest but like is it sexual or does she want to like arm wrestle you now? I'm confused <laughs> yeah. by all the boys in the email. A lot of boy talk. Uh, but I, I do think with this situation where it's like you meet somebody in your greater group of friends, the move has to be, you know, we live in a great time. It's t- 2017. You got to send those texts. You got to send the text directly to her and you have to do what you, exactly what you're saying. Separate her from the herd. You have to take her off to her own little special watering hole and make her feel like it is a better hangout than one with the boys, so to speak. It's essentially like trying to pull a girl from a bachelorette party. Yes. Like everyone else there is a dick. So are your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to, you want to like, it, it, when you're out with like a bachelor party and you meet another bachelorette party, you want to take her to another bar. Yeah, or another space in the bar that it feels like you've made a move as far as hey, those two groups are independent of our new group that we're creating. Yeah, so I think what the the move with him is to say to this chick, hey, we should get a drink sometime, and you say it like that. Not you have to make you have to upsell it. It has to be worth more than the boys' hangout. So it has to be hey, not wings. Not yeah, yeah, (laughs) no wings, no games on. You do a wine bar and you say, hey, I want to take you for drinks. Uh, are you free next week? And you, that you have to the language of it has to be different than when she's fucking hand jobbing with all your boys. Yep. And that's the move. But I, I do understand where it's like and then you guys maybe keep it between you. Keep it. You know, don't go kiss and tell. Don't come back to the group and start high fiving in front of her. Make her feel like this is a bigger deal to you than it, you know, than just going out and meeting up for a football game. Yeah, at the end of the day, she's a lady, and she's going to be sensitive to those things. And she might take a shit in front of you. She might. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. I like this one. Do I transfer? Where'd you go to school? Drexel. I knew that about you. You went to Dra- uh, Dragon. Yep. Drexel Dragon. Transferred there from a community college in Florida. You did? I went to a uh, community college in Florida to play baseball. Blew up my shoulder. Transferred to Drexel. Really? Yeah. And you're from New York. Yep. Why? Why Drexel? Uh, I was, I was dating my high school girlfriend. Yeah. She was a year younger than me, and she was like, "Hey, I'm applying to 
Penn like rattled off a bunch of schools, and I was like, well, I can't get into Penn. Yeah, Jackson's across the street, so I'll look at that. I'll look at Maryland, like all shit near her. Okay, where she was looking, and then she was like, hey, I'm going to Maryland, and I was like. I don't know, this Drexel thing sounds all right. Mm. She was like, but you got into American, and then we'd be like in the same city. Yeah. Like, you can come to Maryland. And I was like, no, no, Drexel's good. <laughs> so I went. I drove. My family had moved to Florida right when I, five days after I graduated high school. Oh, wow. So now they live down there. So I was just like, yeah, I need a ride to Philly. My parents were like, what? I was like, oh, I transferred schools, like, by the way. And I need a ride. I didn't go to orientation or anything. Just didn't showed put down any maps. Just assumed there would be, like, a sign somewhere and i straight up drove a sign through. in florida that said drexel no i knew you go up 95 miles. you go up 95 yeah. yeah and i just assumed when you get there it would say like drexel university because yeah, yeah, yeah. i saw how much it costs to go there well it's in the middle of a city too yeah yeah so we drove straight up 95 past like if you've ever gone up 95 like through philly mm. i was up by like holy family before i was like I should probably go to a gas station and ask. And they're like, yeah, turn around. Go back like 30 miles. Yeah. You got to cut through the city. And they're like, it's already spring semester. And then my dad was just like, well, what's the address of the dorm? And I was like, I don't know. It's the tall one. So like when we got on campus, I was like, oh, there's the tall one. That's my dorm. I was a real idiot when I was like 19 years old. Really? So you just showed up? I just showed up. Yeah. And <laughs> did you find a dorm? No, I had a room. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just didn't think of like, at that time it was what, 2004. So yeah. it's like printing out like a google map or any <laughs> addresses or anything this guy's a sophomore at a private mid-sized university in the south greek life dominates campus around six percent of the students are involved i'm a gdi and i'm having issues with my social life i rush freshman and sophomore year but i'm not in a fraternity i have a few close friends and know i'm liked by a lot of people but find myself bored and lonely a lot I enjoy going out and fit in best with the people in Greek life, but still feel excluded. For example, on Friday or Saturday night, everyone goes off to their respective fraternities. I find myself usually alone, just with a friend or two in my dorm. I wish I could come uh, be out at a party or a bar, but I struggle to find get a group together to actually do it. I wish I could be included in it, uh, but I'm never allowed into the, any of the events. I have asked guys who are my friends and their fraternities generally don't like other guys in the party. Plus, I don't want to be somewhere where I'm not welcomed. At this point, I'm seriously considering transferring. I find often that I do not want to go out. Uh, do want to go out. It takes a stroke of luck to get a group of buddies together to actually go to a bar, but that has become ex exceptionally rare. This has started to affect my dating life as well. I can't tell you how many times I've been talking to a girl and I make plans with her and her friends to meet out at a bar with my friends, and I cannot get a group together uh, the night of. People are making their plans to live off campus next year. I don't have anyone to live with. J-Train, I'm on semester four now and do not see an end in sight. Is there any way I can change my circumstance or should I be thinking about transferring at this point? What do you think? I feel bad for this guy. I don't think transferring is going to... Fix it. Now you're just a new junior. Yeah, walking Transfer in. Now you're gonna have like a billion friends. Yeah, I transferring is a is a tough situation no matter what. Whether yeah. you have a lot of friends or not, you've done it. Yeah. What was it like for you to transfer? I joined a frat. Yeah. It was the first thing I did because you were like, this is already a, a, an established group that I can just be buddies with, or whatever. Yeah. Well, I did have a. Um, I knew one guy who was going there as a freshman. So mm. I lived in the freshman dorm as a sophomore. It was gotcha. like a few transfer credits short of being a sophomore or whatever. So, okay. um, so yeah, so I kind of went in just like everyone else. And I was able to like blend in like that because like the one year, no one really notices the difference. Not like I'm the guy who can drink. And, and there was a guy who was like 22 on my floor mm. who would who could buy beer so yeah. it's like he's the weird old guy <laughs> you you um, slid under the weird old guy radar yeah but even yeah. like the first two weeks i was like this kind of sucks yeah Dre drexel is a one of those like you're in greek life you're in sports 
or like there's nothing else yeah i i don't know what like i knew other people but i don't really know what they did they yeah had like weird friends who wouldn't be able to go out mm. but yeah so i just joined a frat and and yeah. right away did that but if you are in a frat i don't know you can maybe tell you were in one of penn state right yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you want to bring a friend who's not in a fraternity to a party, mm. like you can. Yeah, it's not like oh yeah, no, no. we had guys. What, we had guys who were around all the time. Yeah, I, my, I got one buddy that I'm thinking of right now. This guy was at all of our house stuff, and it doesn't make sense to me the 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 story being told. My advice to this guy: I think transferring feels like one of those things where you're like. I'll transfer and then life will be different. But you're just the same guy, you yeah. know. Like you're, and that's not this. You're not a bad guy. It's just I'm saying like let's be, you know. We I, all of us have to take a moment and be like, okay, how can I make myself a little bit better? Maybe more social. I listen. I, I I've had nights where I've been at home alone and been like, fuck. Do I? Is there anyone to text right now? We've all been there. So I have I, that now. You have that now, right? Get older and like yeah. all everyone's got their own shit going yeah. on. You're like, it's Friday. I have no one to text, you know, like I, but I also feel bad if like, I have like a single friend who will text and be like, yo, and no one's around you doing anything tonight. I'm like, I'm just going to stay home. I'm like, ah, fuck, (laughs) now you're out on your own. I got to be, before I had a wife, I would have been out with you. I know. But I, I think for this guy, what he needs to do is get in touch with his interests. I think that's what will set you free a little bit. It feels like he's hung up on the houses that he didn't get into. And that he keeps going back to these houses as if they're like an ex-girlfriend yeah. that dumped him. And that can be a little weird because if they said no to you, uh, whatever their reasons were, they still said no. And maybe you should go to some other new other houses. If 60% of the people at the school are in Greek life, there's got to be more houses to go look at. And there might, and I think you, if you want to rush again, you shouldn't be embarrassed of that. But go to maybe some new places where maybe you do fit in better. Yeah. Or maybe you do find guys that are more like you. I would also join intramural leagues. I would, you, these are all set up at the school for you to make friends. So go sign up for an intramural league. Don't be afraid of your age and saying, oh, maybe the new freshmen, maybe there are some freshman guys that were, live on your floor that like are good guys. Open yourself up to the school you're at instead of looking for other schools to jump into that are going to be the same situation. I think the rushing thing that you pointed out yeah. makes a lot of sense because – if someone was like, "Oh, this is my buddy Steve," like I'm just bringing him over, he's like, "No problem." Oh, I I don't know him. I've seen him on campus, whatever. Yeah. But if someone was like, "Oh yeah, here's my buddy Steve. Remember he rushed. You didn't get a bid." Everyone would be like, "Well, no, we decided he's not good enough to be here. We've already <laughs> he put himself out to say, "Hey, am I good enough?" We said, "No, that's never going to change." Yeah, I I and and even in that situation, it could be awkward because it's like they feel bad because they're like, like he's showing up here. Uh, I guess we got to be nice to this guy, you know. And it's yeah. not, I, I hear what you're saying, like good enough. Like I, I would say more. It's just not the right fit. Yeah. You know, maybe they just were like, we don't see how it's going to work out. And maybe you know you will go somewhere else where they're like, yo, this guy. How did we not find him? It's because you keep going to your ex girlfriend that ended things with you, and worrying about her. It's a waste of time. So I think it's like spreading yourself out to new things, intramural, new people on your dorm floor, new fraternities, and saying, hey, let's open it up. Let's see what else is out there. And I, I hear what he's saying. It, it, the, the problem is, I, I've done this before. You go back to somebody that said no to you, and that's a mountain that has no trail on it, as opposed to all these other mountains where you can go find a fucking trail. Yep. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Barstool JJ, at Barstool JJ on all platforms. Go find him, support him. Fantastic. Let's do Buddy Needs. 
Hey, J Train, my friends and I attend a college on the East Coast with little frat life and intense academics. Sounds like a bunch of nerds. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> my sounds friends like, and sounds I. Sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, my friends and I have no problem slaying poon. But my buddy is a different story. He's a normal guy as far as interest in sports, Top Gun, and all that guy stuff, but never can pull the trigger. He will hang with us, but avoids parties we go to. I know he's straight because he has a Tinder profile. (laughs) People have gone to greater lengths to hide their being gay. People start families. (laughs) This guy went in the app store. Yeah, there's a- Mike Pence ran for vice president on the platform <laughs> hating gay people, and that's he's got the gayest gay face I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, so we don't know. You never know. He will hang with us, but avoids party. Uh, so he has a Tinder problem. Sometimes give us advice on girls. Who gives better advice than a gay guy? Yeah, <laughs> I know his lack of success has contributed to not doing well in college and isolating himself. What should I do? Do you ever have a buddy like that? Are you- <laughs> I had to recently tell a buddy who just got single again mm. i was like listen i gotta be honest with you you're too old to be fucking losers like you gotta stop dating these loser <laughs> chicks and he was why like, were they losers it's like he has a i'm gonna sound like a douchebag here but he has okay. like a nice job in finance okay and he's always dating like oh i met this bartender oh i met this girl who got fired from Six jobs in the last year. He's taking on uh, orphans. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and I had to bring it up because he was like, "Oh, you know, I was talking to that girl. She invited me to a wedding in uh, Bermuda or some shit like mm. that. And met, should I go?" And I was just like, "Was she paying for it?" He was like, "No, it's split." I go because she probably can't afford to go on her own. Yeah, so she needs. No. Yeah, she, she needs help with the rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got. I don't know. How man. did you tell it to him? What did he I say? Just, I've known him long enough that I was just like, and he was like, he was like, that's eye opening. He was like, that's, <laughs> that's eye that's opening. Like, yeah. I saw him this weekend and he was like, eh, you had a lot of good points. And it was like, yeah. I had one sentence. <laughs> well, that, I mean, sometimes it's about letting people know that like, hey, you're a good dude. You're a good chick. You're a good catch. There's yeah. something there. You know, like sometimes people don't like see it on themselves. Yeah. You know? Like you're gonna do, you're just fucking up this one thing. Like you're yeah. setting yourself up. And it's not failure. about, and like sometimes people will be like, oh, the, I don't like when people are like, oh, you f- like rate the type of like guy or girl you go with, like as far as like, oh, she always goes with ugly dudes or he always goes with, you know, ugly chicks. It's like, no, maybe that's what they're into. But, yeah. I, you know, but getting out there and being and finding a cool version of what the person's looking for is all you want for them. Yeah. And this guy. There's a there's a thing where it's like you can care too much about your friends. You can only bring the horse to water. You can't make a drink. Exactly. And that's the only thing you can do as a friend. So it's, hey, we're going to this party. There's going to be a ton of fun people, ton of chicks. And then your friend's going to say yes or no or maybe. Yeah. And, and if it's no, he, he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. That's all you've got to assume. You can't be like, oh, we didn't, you know, uh, we didn't help him. up. No, he doesn't no. want to be there. And, and Take then, everything at face value. The worst thing you can do is be like, you never fuck chicks. And it's yeah. like, yeah, who cares? That's not your problem to worry about. You're just trying to help. And if he says, your responsibility is if the guy says yes, you get him along and get him a drink and get him involved. If he says maybe, you say to him, stop it, come. Yeah. That's your only responsibility as the friend. Because everyone is going to take care of themselves. I mean, there's a reason dogs swim when they get thrown in the water. Because they want to survive. Yeah. So it's the same thing with dudes. Guys guys will find a vagina if you throw them in the cum. <laughs> As I always say. <laughs> the classic saying. Classic J-Train say, saying. Oh, I thought that was Aesop. No, okay, that was yeah, a, yeah. Aesop. And then I took it from him. I added a little something. 
But throw a guy in the cum, he'll find a vagina. You just gotta you in that's the thing with this this guy, the friend, and, and you, I do hear, we get these emails a lot where it's like the friend of. And it's like you worry about you, dude. Yeah. Do what I, you do the best you can. As long as you invite him out, you're a good friend. Yes. And that's the thing. Friends friends take effort, but really very you know, like you have to to, to keep friends up, it takes effort. But once your your best friends should be the ones that you don't really have to think about. Yep. And if you can just put it out there, it's going to happen for him. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We'll do one more. Is that cool? Yeah. Dude, JJ, it's great to have you on again. At Barstool JJ on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Dearest Jew, man, Sam, and probable OKP. Feather, feather, 12-foot feather. Now for me. <laughs> I've been dating this girl for a few months now, 788. Things have been going well until a few weeks ago. She has suddenly stopped being in the mood to have sex anytime we're together. And she doesn't even let me go down on her just to try and get things going or even just to please her. To make it worse, she'll tell me about how she masturbated the other day just because she was bored. So it isn't like she's lost all her sex drive. I'm really into this girl, but having sex cut off has really put a dent on how things have been going. Here's my question. How can I bring this up and convey that I'm into her, but I need this part other part of the relationship back to? Thanks for the advice. What do you think? That's he, so, he so, so, so crushing. If it works, I can attribute my next nut to you. Wow. <laughs> what an honor. Thank you. What I'm just honor. imagining him coming and going, that was for J-Train. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there with a the chick where you're just like, you know, a, a girl you just meet and it's the first night. You're just like, man, the guys are going to love this story. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've definitely been like putting my thumb places and been like, oh, man, they're going to laugh at this tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking animals we are. <laughs> Um, wait, what was his problem you- <laughs> again? Oh, yeah. Oh, she doesn't want to fuck. Oh, it's so, so crushing when to just hear that she doesn't want to have sex, but she's like, yeah, but I was just masturbating. It's yeah. like, oh, God, you must stink at sex. It, it has to be. Like Nick from The Bachelor, a little crossover. That guy stinks at sex. That's is that what you think like, it is? Yeah, he's got to be terrible at sex. You think he gets to the fantasy suite and that's what happens? And then all that's three an of interesting theory. Home. He stinks. Yeah. Are you watching it this season? Yeah. I'm watching. I mean, obviously, I know. I watch your. <laughs> Thank you. I, I peek in on Thank your after you. show. Um, the yeah, if you guys want to, the after show is facebook.com slash jared.freed. Um, I'll say this about Nick. I think the show, this is a bachelor sidetrack. I do like that theory because that would make sense that the past, he's gotten to the end of two separate bachelorettes and gotten fired. Yeah. Is basically what happened. Yeah. So that means the sex suite happened and they were like, I found a better connection, whatever that may be, with yeah. this other guy. Physical is a big part. Physical is a big part, especially when the last thing is the physical challenge. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like double dare. So I will say, I think Nick has, that could be attributed to it, but I think he's lost his mind from going on this show. Oh, yeah. He's the same as like anybody who went on like one of those VH1 dating shows and ended up into like Rock of Love, yeah, I Love yeah, New York, yeah, and they yeah. just kept spinning into more and more. That's what he's done. He, well, he's he's absolutely – just think about how hard it would be. And, and on one of the post-game shows, I had a guy from TV Guide on, and he was saying that, like, the the Twitter just – them reading about themselves is fucking hurtful. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like they're hearing. Imagine if someone came up to you and told you everything they thought about you on a weekly basis. Yeah. It'd be fucking horrible. I've Red Sox fans on Twitter who do that. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. So I'm saying like, you, and, but and, and now in the numbers yeah, that The Bachelor. It, oh, it's insane. So this guy has been reading about himself for four different cycles of this show. And he's gotten dumped on national television twice already. So now everything on this new Bachelor season is about how he is like, He's like worried about breaking these girls' hearts at the same time he needs ratings to be up so he can have a job after this. Yeah. So he's like lost it. He, I, I think he's actually lost his mind. There's no – he is one of those people like I don't feel bad for him because like he maybe should have helped himself a little bit and not gone on all these fucking shows. Well, yeah. So but, but that's I, a guy I, who has no one good in his life to be like, you know what? We yeah. tried three times. <laughs> Maybe or no hireable yeah. qualities. Yeah. I mean, because the I do think the money becomes too good. Yeah, he's getting personal appearance fees. He's going to clubs, nightclubs. He's uh, Nick Vale is here. I, I don't even know how to say his last name. I've been watching this show for months now. I, I, but I'm saying he'll, he'll show up and get whatever he gets a pop to go to these places, and then that money dries up, and they're like, "You want to be the bachelor again?" And he's like, "Oh shit, yeah, it's another another one year contract." It's the only thing that probably gets him out of the house. He's a loser, dude. It, it, I feel for it. I feel for the guy because I think he's actually like lost it. Like I think like oh yeah, you can't have. He's got some sort of PTSD. You can't have cameras on you that much and not get a little weird. But you can't have cameras on you that much and get your heart ripped out of your chest. Uh. It's like that Simpsons. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can see the exact moment his heart broke. Yeah, it, and you see it both times. Yeah. So I mean, that's a tangent for the Bachelor fans, but also. For this guy, the no sex thing, it does smell like she's not sexually happy. If she's saying to you, I'm masturbating, things are good at home. Yeah. It's kind of like someone being like, yeah, I went and saw this great movie. You're like, I thought we were going to the movies together. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen the movie. Yep. You know, like, I think the move for him is he's got to have a frank conversation with her. Yeah, you have to. It's, if there's just like some girl you're dating too, she may be great, but... Yeah, you got to have that conversation because if I mean, you don't, again, you're signing up for a lifetime of yeah. fucking just being miserable and resentment. Not even just being unhappy, but resentment, especially yeah. when it comes to sex, blowjob sex. You get resentful very quickly. Oh, yeah, because it's all ego. Yeah. I think the move, what you do, I, I've always like had this like this theory of like the bait and switch. I think you do like a nice, fun day date. And at some point, like, do it like brunch date into some sort of like festival or daytime activity. And then at some point during this festival or daytime activity, you flip the switch. Just like I said before, just, I really want to lick your butt. And just see how she reacts. <laughs> just see what that takes you. Because that's like, it's kind of like when you get in the ring with a prize fighter and that's the punch in the face. Yeah. You know, whoa, where the fuck did that? Look at my butt. We, I don't even have sex with you anymore. Yeah. And then that at least gets the conversation going. You might lose the relationship via this, oh, yeah. this thing. You might lose the fight. You might get knocked the fuck out. But at least you got your jabs in. At least you took your shot. I like that. I like that idea. Because if, t- if you tell a girl, I just want to lick your ass. Yeah. And she, her reaction is like, stop it. Like you're, She basically friend zones you. Yeah. Or if her reaction is just like, well, it's really hot out today or something like that. It's like, <laughs> you're being too practical for us yeah. to have fun sex. Exactly. Ever. So and if she's, whatever her comeback is, it's either get the fuck down there or <laughs> or it's, ah, ah, I'm hot. What are you talking about? What? Are, and then it's like, 
And then you, it opens you up for the response. That the, it's not the first thing you're saying. It's the second thing. Because if her response is, ugh, it's hot. What are you talking about? Where That came out of left field. Then you just say to her, I don't know. I just feel like we don't really have sexual uh, any sexual chemistry anymore. Yeah. Now you're in the spice n- things up. Now yeah. you're in the conversation. You gave her the chance to jump on the weird train. She could have taken a hint. And she could have taken the hint, or she got too real with it, too practical. Yeah. And the minute she gets practical, then you get practical and say, we haven't had sex in three weeks. I'm just trying to shake things up here. Trying to figure out what it is. If you it's brought, not, it's not what I've been doing. Well, that's the thing. If you brought this to a court of public opinion, if you had your peers sitting in front of you and they were like, well, what you said you wanted to lick her butt? And it's like, yeah, we haven't had sex in two weeks. I figured I'd throw a wrench in this whole thing and see where we could take it because I really want to do more sex with her. Yeah, flowers and, weren't doing and, it. Yeah, and then the, 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 the fucking peers would look at you and go, hey, he's making a good point. <laughs> you know, like all at those people. At least he's trying. At least he's trying. They would literally, it's one of those things that sounds crazy at first because you're like, I just want to lick your butt. And then the, her response is, well, uh, I don't know. Uh, does that whole fucking runaround thing. And then people would be like, yeah, but he's made. And then you're like, well, we haven't had sex in like three weeks. What's the deal? Everyone would be like, yeah, that butt licking thing seemed like a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, like, I'm just saying, like, in that situation, we get in these moments where we're like, am I being crazy? And then you just got to fight the crazy with, let's make this even fucking crazier. And then see how you can make it happen. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Mr. JJ, always a pleasure, man. Dude, this has been a blast. Fantastic. Congratulations on the enormity of your success since oh, the last time I've been come here. On. Come You've on. been to China. <laughs> China. I think I saw you in what, like Aruba? I'm going back to Aruba. Yeah, yeah. I've seen you down in the Carolinas. I'm, I'm around, man. So, it's been good. Things are at, good. Thank you. As someone who is actually a fan of yours outside of this, <laughs> I just want to say congratulations. It means a lot, man. I like you, and I, I'm happy you could come on, and it means a lot. It's, uh, it's cool because people are coming out to shows now, and it's been fun, and meeting the people yeah i have people all the time hit me up like oh i decided to go to the comedy cellar tonight and uh j train was hosting it's fucking cool yeah. yeah it's so especially the cellar i'll get a lot of people that like randomly like not even like that they listen to the show still they'll just be like yeah j train like they don't even they didn't come for me yeah but then i'll be on the show and then yeah, it's, it's like a nice surprise cool. yeah 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 don't get me wrong no one i know has been like i'm going because he's yeah <laughs> No, but it's nice. It's a nice surprise. Uh, But uh, thank you for coming on. We're going to go do some hypotheticals in the news. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Barstool JJ at Barstool JJ on all platforms. That was great, man. Thank you. Dude, thank you for having me. Fantastic. Man, Sam, thank you for coming on. Thanks, man. You know, I'm thinking about it. It's funny. We take this break because I used to be in the booth. Yeah, That's why we do it. come out of the booth. I'm just sitting here the whole time, but... You know, it's formality now. Uh, I like listen, it. it's good. Uh, I like I like a little bit of a reset. I yeah. like that. At Mansamp on Twitter and Instagram, Mandatory Samson Podcast, every Friday here on the Stand of New York Labs Network. Let's do a hypothetical. How about that? Does that sound good? Sounds amazing. If I can find one. Oh, okay. Here's one. Ready? Hey, J-Train. I was at Dangerfield's Comedy Club Saturday night, and you were hilarious. Thanks, man. Uh, brought a couple of friends who are now hooked onto this podcast. Thank you. We were the girls who screamed we would feather your nuts anytime, and it still stands true, Jay Freed. My friends are all single, FYI. Well, thank you. I do remember that. That was a weird information that would have been better if it was brought to my I attention know. yesterday. <laughs> I remember these girls yelled out, but then there was someone else that yelled out, and these girls were cool, but then someone else was like, 
had a weird yell out. I, I'm trying to remember. It was a Saturday at Dangerfields, but it, no, I remember the show. It was fun. That's what percentage of the audience was like, what are they talking about? Well, that's what me? happens. If someone yeah. yells, yo, J train, I'm nobody. <laughs> so they're just like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> so, well, it helps. And then, then the rest of the audience is like, this guy must be somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we must not know. know. The old people are cool that the young, oh, was that the night there were these dudes in the front who were being ridiculous. I think they were, they were being, they were heckling so bad and I, and uh, they just looked like the biggest assholes on earth. And then I came up and I had to make, and they yelled J train, which was cool. And then these dudes, I had to like address, they weren't heckling me. They were heckling like the host and I felt so bad. And then I came up and I just made fun of them right away and got past it. But thank you guys. Thank you. Anyways, we just thought of this. Would you rather would love to hear your thoughts. Would you rather have a micro penis, but a hot face and body and mediocre personality, so like a 995, or would you rather have a huge dick and a great personality, but very unfortunate in the looks department, like a 449? I think I've gotten by as a 449 for, <laughs> for 30, 32 years. You've done it. Yeah. You, yeah, you're living. Yeah. It's not that tough. It's not, it's that, not tough. that tough. Oh, totally going 449. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, well, as an 888, I mean, uh, personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you go with this the four. A, this doesn't even resonate with you. No, yeah, you go with the 449. Sure. Absolutely. The thing yeah. about my, and micropenis has just been in the news a lot lately, I feel like. I didn't even know these existed until like two years ago. Because why would I know? I got this strong medium. That's <laughs> the thing. When you're hanging hog, it's tough to relate. You know. Well, this is the, it. It affects your whole being. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter how good looking you are, you're still not the right person on the outside. No, it's you, a defor- it, It's a handicap. It's, it's a, deform- a ha- It really is. You should have a handicap sticker with a micro penis. Why aren't we giving out? I, that's worse than a stutter, and stuttering gets you, of course, a handicap sticker. Why do you have that stick? Oh, maybe you don't get it because you don't want to have to answer why you have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, take the good part. But that's how much of a handicap it is. Right. That you don't even want to say it. No, no. Oh, God. Oh, I couldn't imagine. And then you that. always meet these girls and you're like, and like as a guy, I'm always like, is that a thing? Like, what's good? And the girls are like, oh, yeah. And it's like, we really luck out that we don't have to get surprised by any female yeah. parts. No, uh, and even just factor in, like, for us, it's like, Oh wait, maybe she didn't shave, and I'm into that. Like whatever. Yeah. You go down there. Your guy could be wearing a hat. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I mean, like, t- yeah. You ever talk to a the girl? Collar. Just like, yeah, no, I thought I was being sexy. I'd go down and like pull his pants down, and then not circumcised, and I had to like pump the brakes because I wasn't ready. I need a head. Scared up. of it. I. Or you go down there and it's fucking little. Or you, too big. You have There's, no idea. Yeah. It's Russian roulette yeah. down there. I, I man, we got it easy. Girls yeah. get periods and they don't know what fucking dick they're fucking. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. yeah. I just can't imagine what you like, how you react. The uncircumcised penis has to be a shocker because it's not even anything you recognize. Yeah. Right? At first, you just go, what's that? What happened? Yeah. Were you in a fire? Yeah. <laughs> Why is there all yeah. this? And then, like, the idea of schmegma. Yeah. Is it right. clean? Cleaning it? Yeah. You got to trust this dude? Look at his apartment. Yeah. Me and the wife were just talking about this because she went to uh, a friend of ours just had a kid and they she had was a bris. Blo- she was just blowing a guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's like, it was weird. He had a turtleneck. Uh, no, but so, you know, we were talking about like if we have a kid, mm. uh, you know, more than likely you're going to get the kid circumcised or whatever. But if you're circumcised and you don't get your kid circumcised, that's some sort of hipster bullshit. Yeah. Where it I feels understand. like you're trying to like 
cool up the kid with a name like Artemis. Yeah, well, little Artemis. Uh, <laughs> Ashwin. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's a thing to think about because like you never, it doesn't seem like other generations really thought about it. Where it's like, yeah, they, that's what they do at the hospital. You just get it done or it's a bris or you don't do it. Mm. But like now it feels like it's kind of a choice, but is it really though? You know, like. Oh yeah, with the people. Oh, well, you know, you're taking away sensitivity from you. Well, fuck it. Because my little mush mashed potato face baby kid <laughs> can't make any decisions right now. <laughs> right. It's my job. I'm doing one. Resent me for that. If they grow up to resent me for that, I did something wrong because there should have been a lot more that they resented me for. Sure. Of being a hard-ass parent. Oh, it's so, I, I mean, I just can't, yeah, I don't know. But imagine just going through life and having no personality. Like, that's <laughs> like the other side of it. Uh, being interesting is so hard to do. It, it's really hard, and, and especially at this time of day where everyone's feigning it interesting. Yeah. Like, yes. everyone's just trying to get at being interesting where it's like, if you have no personality, like, and the micro penis, yeah, it's tough. brutal. Yeah. All right, let's do a a news item. So this is a excuse me. This is a really, <laughs> it's not really a story, but it's kind of it's interesting. Chris Christie was with President Trump at the White House this weekend, mm. and you know he's got his wife there. Christie does, and there's a whole bunch of other people they're having dinner together, and. Trump is sitting next to Christie and he goes to everybody else's table. He goes, Hey, here's your menus, you know, order whatever you want. And he looks at Christie and he goes, We're getting the meatloaf. Don't worry about them. We're getting the meatloaf. It's so good. You got to try it. <laughs> so Trump just made Chris Christie eat meatloaf with it. Did he eat it? Yeah. Of course. We See, had three guys at Barstool start the day with this blog. So at 9 30, it was three different blogs on this. Yeah. Oh, really? And like, our readers were like, You guys are so fucking lazy. <laughs> like, everyone. Everyone wants to hop on the Chris Christie, like, just fuck Chris Christie well, train. Well, the thing is, oh, the, yeah. the the interesting thing about this, and I've been thinking about a lot about uh, Trump, but uh, it does feel like people are getting so dramatic with everything he says or does, but it does feel like for a little bit, I mean, whatever's happening, whatever's happening, I, I'm just talking from a non-politics angle, it does feel, he does say things in the worst way you could ever say things. Yeah. He, like he doesn't he, like I just think I think we would be we're always been told the same lies. Yeah. It's just one lie was told in a nicer tone than it's being told now. So like I I I cuz if you go look back at like you look back at Obama like I'm sure he said things that weren't true. I'm sure he said inflammatory things, but he said it so nicely. Oh, it's almost artful like, with it, yeah. <laughs> that you were like, oh, that was a nice poem he read. Yeah, right. and then and then Trump comes on and he's just like, yeah, I don't know, what I, and like, and you're just like, oh, what is this horrible garbage that's being spewed? And it's just, it's it's kind of like the, I think it's a lot of the reason he got elected. I mean, just not listening to his words. At least you're being spoken to like a person. It's like you know, Chris Christie. Are you that much of a politician that you couldn't say, no, I don't want the fucking meatloaf? <laughs> well, you know no, what I mean? Like, you know, he couldn't it, be honest for two seconds. I'm sure he wanted the meatloaf. Yeah, if Trump I mean. offered me, like, if I'm at a dinner with Trump or whatever, you know, the president, and every, he's like, everybody else order what you want. And he looks at me personally. He's like, buddy, we're getting the meatloaf. Yeah. It's fucking great. I'm having the meatloaf. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> if he yeah. said, you're getting the meatloaf, that's different. Yeah. If he right. says, if anyone invites me to dinner anywhere yeah. and says, oh, no, you know what's great here? This. We're getting this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. So that's right. a different way. Sure. That's a different right. way to put it. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. There is like the media of like, he forced it, you know, the way some people write <laughs> yeah, it up. Yeah, you can sell it however like, you want to sell it. He's fucking airplaning it into Chris Christie's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I just think it's so funny that he like, yeah, it is. it does make a difference how he said it. Yeah. If it's, hey, we got to get this meatloaf. 
I'm on, I'm on that train. Yeah, right. But if he's like, you're getting the meatloaf. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, this is I an S&M relationship I now. think it would have been more of something if it was like, yeah, get whatever you want. Uh, Chris, yeah, we're having salads. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, I yeah, saw right. was like, oh, Then I'd be annoyed. Yeah. yeah. But when it was meatloaf, it's like, all then right, it's well, a it's fat having, like a fat joke yeah, he's no, making. No. This right. is, I know you like good food. Yeah. Like, I would actually appreciate it if someone was like, yo, we're getting meatloaf. And I'd be like, man, how did he know I love food? Like, now I'm like a foodie. Yeah. <laughs> compared yeah, to yeah, everyone else yeah. at the table. I just... The only problem is that it is Trump also because like he gets his steaks well done. Does like, he? You can't. Yeah, you can't trust <laughs> you that. You know how he gets because <laughs> that was the thing that came out. He was at a steakhouse and he ordered well done. That's he's so done it. funny. And a bunch of other places are like, yeah, he's done it. It's yeah. like, oh, so he doesn't appreciate. Like this could be terrible. Yeah, this is an overcooked hockey puck. I just got. <laughs> it's so funny the way these this guy's getting dis- dissected now. Like everything's a thing. But I would eat the meatloaf. <laughs> I'd eat the meatloaf. Oh, this is the most endearing thing he's done since he's become president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, JJ, thank you for coming on. Dude, thank you this for having me on. This is fantastic. At Barstool JJ on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything. Um, go back and look at Yuppie Junk. It's a great podcast. And go check it out. It's on iTunes, Stitcher, all that stuff, yeah, right? It's on so everything. Yuppie Junk is the podcast. Um, and you're great. Thank you for coming on. Uh, Man Samp, thank you for coming on. Thanks, son. Appreciate at it. Man Samp on Twitter and Instagram, Mandatory Samson Podcast, every Friday here on the State of New York Labs Network. I'm Jared Free. Um, I'm going to remind you one more time, Long Island. I'm coming out to Long Island to do a show at the brokerage at Belmore, March 29th at 8 o'clock. It's a Wednesday. I would love for you to come and bring some friends. That would be a fantastic night. Um, it would help me out a lot because I'm looking to go and do more places, and this is kind of like a little testing ground to see if anyone can show up. So come on out March 29th to the Belmore uh uh brokerage in belmore on long island so march 29th the brokerage comedy club in belmore long island and that is our episode we'll be back next episode boom this has been a stand-up labs production powered by digital media subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at standuplabs.nyc stand clear of the closing doors please boom